Welcome to the podcast version of Police Science Doctor, the online resource bridging the gap between research and investigative practice. For police personnel who go the extra mile. For academics who want to connect better with investigative practitioners. On YouTube and on policesciencedoctor.com. Hello everyone, this is Suzanne Knabe-Nicole from Police Science Doctor with your weekly doses of police science snippets. The snippets are basically pieces of research that have been published and I just extract the most important finding in my view and I have selected only those that I think may be of use to practitioners and hopefully you'll find these useful. Everyone who's on the free Police Science Doctor email list gets them into their inbox every Tuesday with a link to the original research. If you're not already on that list, just go to Google Police Science and click on Police Science Doctor and just register your details in the form that pops up or that you will find at the bottom of each page. So the first snippet for today or for this week is about homeless youth and re-victimization. Um, in the article, they're actually referring to them as houseless youth, which is um, a new term for me. Um, the snippet says that a study found that 92% of houseless youth had been victimized before leaving home and 75% were victimized after that as well. Exposure to more types of childhood victimization significantly predict likelihood of experiencing more types of victimization after leaving home. So the more different kinds of abuse and the more abuse you experience whilst you were still living at home, the more you are likely to experience after, after you run away or you leave home, which is a very bleak prospect, to be honest. Um, significant indirect effects of childhood victimization risk on re-victimization after leaving home were found occurring through both PTSD, po um, post-traumatic stress disorder and depression symptoms. Okay, so the effects of the abuse you've experienced can, through PTSD and depressive symptoms, can actually cause more violence to be experienced by, by these young people. Um, so just to just to make people aware of that, um, obviously, if you're if you're finding homeless youth, I hope that you have means and ways to help them. Second snippet is about about protested police involved deaths and the impacts they have on the community. It has been found that in cities where a citizen was killed by police and this subsequently sparked protests and triggered external investigations, the rates of homicides increased following these events in more deprived cities. This is an American study. The findings suggest that protested police-involved deaths led to an increase in homicides and other violence due to the distrust within the communities whom police are meant to protect. So we know that police legitimacy and the level of pol perceived police legitimacy have an impact on the, the um, law-abiding, I, I don't know what the noun is, the the amount of law abiding that people do. So basically, if you see the police as legitimate, you will commit less crime than somebody who does not see the police as legitimate. Obviously, when the legitimacy has been called into question through a police-involved death and external investigation, protests, not only does that cause people to commit more crime based on previous research, but also this study found that they... Um, there, there is more homicide going on amongst us. It's not necessarily attacks on the police, um, but attacks amongst each other. Obviously, the police is highly reliant on people coming forward and reporting crime and being witnesses. And the third and final snippet for today is about um, the impact of questions on reports of sexual victimization. So when questioning young adults about their experiences of sexual victimization, it was found that the victimization rate through verbal pressure 
was reportedly higher when verbal pressure questions were asked first. And that was for both male and female victims. Victimization rates through the threat or use of force were higher in the force first than in the force last condition for women. So if you're asking questions first about verbal pressure, you'll get more reports of incidents of verbal pressure. However, if you ask questions about use of force first and then verbal pressure, you'll get more in, more reports of use of force. So this is just something very, a very interesting phenomenon to be aware of for anyone um, administering a questionnaire or um, some kind of survey or asking questions in person of um, people who were were or were potentially victimized sexually. So this study was done on young adults. These are the snippets for today. I hope there was something useful in there for you. If you are on the email list, not only do you get these in per week, this this was snippet number 95. This has been going on for 90 weeks, for 95 weeks. But you also get access to the password protected read page on the um, Police Science Doctor website. There is a listen, watch, uh, learn and read um pages page on on the website and the read pages password protected so only those that are actually on the email list get the password to that you can then download all the previous 94 um, pdfs with three snippets each okay i hope that was of use to you and um, i will see you next time thank you very much bye bye thank you for listening i hope you found this content useful you can get access to each episode's transcript with key learning points timestamps and references if you get yourself onto my mailing list just go to the main website on policesciencedoctor.com and on the bottom of each page you will find a sign-up form for notifications of new content. Just enter your first name, your preferred email address and the type of organization you work for. You will not get any spam. This is just for me to let you know about new content and for you to get access to all the transcripts. <laughs>